Welcome back to Model Parenting Podcast. I am Farah. I'm David. I really like when you say welcome back to the Model Parenting. You do? Yeah, you're just, you know, it's very calming. You're like, oh, I am back. There you go. I just, I just kind of stumble into it, and you're just very, welcome back. I mean, it's very I'm encouraging. I'm excited about this excited, one. Ready to go. I mean, I'm excited about all of them, but I'm super pumped about yeah, this she one. She hated everything until this episode. No, that's not true. All right. <laughs> um, this episode, episode 17, is Dreams to Chase, and uh, this is a big deal in our house. Um, we spend a lot of effort, energy, um, talking about these kind of things. Um, and it's been, for me personally, it's been one of the biggest hurdles that God has helped me overcome. Right. It's not a, a particular, like we don't have dreams. Isn't one of our values, no. um, but our values do support dreams. So, yes. and we'll get into some of that as we, we talk about it here. So um, just kind of give you a little background on us. Um, probably the biggest thing I got from my dad was uh, the ability to dream. My dad was a dreamer. It's always been a dreamer. Um, still is a dreamer kind of kind of dreaming uh of of what that looks like um i think i misunderstood um that that dreams didn't have to be about money that dreams didn't have to be about um jobs or professions or businesses or those kind of things my dad is is a serial entrepreneur and has has started businesses and sold businesses and and that kind of stuff that's kind of his his deal um my siblings i think have taken on a, a lot of that as well um they they um, are all fantastic dreamers and and love to see dreams come to fruition. So I, I think this is probably um, ingrained in me because of my upbringing. Um, but uh, kind of the content we're going to um, talk about, kind of the example I guess we're going to use most of the time is Dax's dream because um, that's the one we interact with the most right and, now. And it and we're and we're recording in this week. Like this week is just right. it's graduation week from high school and. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think that's, I think that's providential. I don't think that's coincidental, but. Right, so Dax, Dax has a dream. He wants to play professional golf, and um, it, it is one of those things that, like, oh, yeah, nobody makes a professional, like, that. fine, whatever. Um, from from day one, when we started playing golf, the goal was not to um, be a professional golfer. He started playing golf, too, at nine. At nine. He was nine. Cole was seven. Dax was nine. Um, he he just fell in love with it. I mean, he, he never, he never straight, like that's all he's wanted to do since nine years old. And, and he's wanted to be a professional golfer and he's been invested in, he's done so many things. And, and I, I don't have time on this to, to talk to you about all the opportunities and things that God has done and allowed him to participate in. Um, but Dax's dream is to be a professional golfer. And, and I would say that I was probably an early adapter in this dream. Extremely. Um, <laughs> and it wasn't necessarily that I looked and I saw, some amazing uh, talent in Dax that I was able to um, say, oh, yeah, he's going to – like he wasn't like Tiger Woods at three bashing the ball around. You know, he wasn't – it wasn't that. Just something something connected with it. Something in my heart said, yes, okay, I can help him chase his dream. I think you saw his commitment before I saw his – I just I just saw another boy that wanted to be a professional athlete. Right. And and Farah has I, – I would label Farah as a hesitant encourager. And I think that is <laughs> with extreme grace that you labeled me with that. Because I do think having having this, this episode so close to the last episode and just, you know, thinking through and praying through with God, what – you know, my role was, um, I think there was a lot of confusion for me around dreams too, because I think my dad was a dreamer and he, Mm. 
got behind Dax super early too. Very early. He which, was on board. Like that was his thing. He was like, <laughs> yep, he's, he's going to do it. He would tell people his grandson was going to be a professional I mean, author. like, and so I think just, uh, just all three of y'all, there were different reasons why the protector, the mom and me, you know, wanted to protect from disappointment. <laughs> You know, we're then gonna, we're gonna talk about that. I mean, just yeah, just there was there were a lot of things. So hesitant encourager, yes, I would say I was a hesitant encourager. I'm, I am a bold prayer now, but mm. I was I was a hesitant encourager. Um, but people, has like as we've gone through high school and those kind of things, and people, hey, what does Dax want to do? I'm like, oh, he's gonna be a professional golfer. Like people have thought we are nuts, like. It is one of those things it's that... It's been very evident this week. It's been very evident this week because <laughs> everybody's asking, hey, you know, what are you, you going to major in college? And Dax says, well, you know, I'm majoring in golf. golf. <laughs> I'm taking classes about business, but I'm majoring in golf. Um, and Dax is, is going to play collegiate. That was kind of the first step in the dream was, hey, let's play collegiate. Let's play Division One golf. And, and then they turn their eyes to us. like. Yeah. And, and Dax is um, playing Division One golf. He is, has earned the opportunity to, to go and be on a Division One golf team. And, um, you know, people, people have thought we were nuts all the way through this process. Um, but we have encouraged and supported Dax's dream. And um, there's, a, there's a couple of, of um, things we're, we're going to talk about, the principles of Chasing Some Dreams, just to kind of help give you some parameters and maybe do it a little healthier than some that, that we did sometimes. Um, but uh, kind of the, the first um, hurdle to overcome is keeping your kids grounded. Um, I, I think a lot of parents and, and Pharaoh was in that, is that protected? You don't want your kids to be disappointed. So he, here's my response to that. Here was my response to Farah. Um, if he, if Dax can't be a professional golfer, he's going to be disappointed. Why do you have to be the one to disappoint him? If he can't be a professional golfer, he's going to figure then that out. we can out. be in that together. Right. And we can be with him. And we're like, all right, hey, it's just, it's, it's not God's plan for us. It's not God's steps. Um, we, we, uh, a phrase we use in our house a lot is God, the steps are ordered. Um, the Bible talks about the steps of man are ordered. And, and Dax's steps are certainly ordered. And they were ordered to go to the school he's going to go to, um, like that, we never would have picked that school. God ordered those steps to get us there, and it, it's incredible to see that journey. And if you want to, we'll we'll, we'll love to sit down and talk and, and have dinner, and we can tell you that story. But um, you you don't have to be the voice of reason to your child. Um, whatever their dream is, whether it's to be, I mean, Corwin's dream just she wants to be a vet in Australia. Like she wants and a tennis pro and a tennis pro. I'm sorry, that's right. She has added in. She loves tennis. She wants <laughs> and an artist and an artist, right? <laughs> okay, so she's got kind of three dreams, and we're in supporting and encouraging and and doing what we can. Um, what we have done, and I'm going to say this is more by accident than anything else, um, is we've taken more of a posture to ask them, okay, what do you need to achieve that? This is kind of my questioning nature. I just, hey, all right, so Dax, you want to be a professional guard? What do you need? And, uh, well, I need to practice. Okay, well, how much practice do you need? And, and just start asking. And they start kind of building this plan, and, and they Dax got really committed to doing the things that he needed to do um, to play, well, first college golf and, and professional golf. And um, so rather than saying, hey, you, uh, you can't do it, oh, no, man, nobody really makes it. Nobody really does that. Nobody achieves that. That's only a few people. We definitely did not have to say, 
a golf scholarship is going to be really hard for you because plenty of people told us all that. Right. Like, we didn't have to be the voice that said that. Right. Um, so you don't have to ask your kids how you can support them and let them think through the plan. You'll, you'll start to see how committed your kid is to something. Now, when your kids are like two, they're going to be everything. Right. Right. They're going to be astronauts. And even maybe when they're 11. And the boys 11. were, I mean. Dax has never wavered. He's always, like, there was nothing ever added to that. It's always been professional golf. That was his, that, that's just who he is as a person, and that's who he's he's been since he was nine. Um, and, and our conversations now around this dream, um, Dax is going to play professional golf. Whether he makes any money at it or not, it's a different conversation. We don't know that. We don't know that. But he's going to play professional golf. And we're going to support him and encourage him in that until the dream changes. And Dax may get to a point, and, and we've given him freedom all the way through this conversation to say, buddy, if the dream ever changes, if the dream changes and you find a career path that you're in love with and that's your dream, let's chase that. If you find and, and you want to get married and have a family and, and being a and dad. you don't want to be away from them. Right, being a husband and a dad, that becomes the dream. All right, we're going to chase that dream. Chase that. Let, let's, let's do what, what God has put in your heart. And we're going to chase that dream. So if you're getting the sense that we're trying to push our kids towards it, we're, we're really not. We're on board riding their coattails and encouraging them and helping them and supporting them and propping them up in whatever dream they want to chase. Um, so you don't have to be the voice of reason your kids. Um, we talked in the last episode about money and kids working jobs and that kind of deal. Um, I really wanted our boys to chase dreams and not a paycheck. Um because there's so much value and growth that happens in that process. And um, a friend of mine says uh, all the time, he says, later is longer. Um, later is long. They have plenty of time to work a job. Um, there is no shortage of time. Once you, you get out of that dream chase and you realize, okay, hey, this is really the direction God's, God's leading my life, that, that at that point the dream changes, that you have plenty of years to work. I have been working um, – post-college for, um, gosh, I'm so old, 20-something years now. Like 20-something years solid, I have been in some kind of professional environment, and I've got another 20-something years to go. I mean, I've, that's 40, your career's 40 or 50 years long. You have plenty of time to work. I don't think you have to add on that work at the front end and work for a paycheck. Now, we didn't say it in the last episode, but I will say it here. Um, I do know kids that have to work to help support their families. Yes. And I'm not talking about, I, I get it that there's, there's struggle and, and parents have passed away and, and they're in situations where they have to help support their family. Um, and we encourage those kids and we help try to um, shape and steer those kids and, and give them some principles and things to help them um, be successful in that. Um, but the majority of teenagers are not working to support their family. The majority of teenagers are working to, A, learn a, learn a work ethic, which we talked about in the last episode, or um, to buy things they don't really need or want just to impress people they don't like. Um, so I rather than do those two things, I think kids should chase a dream, whatever that dream is, and, and learn to work for that thing without a price tag being attached to those hours. Um, but if your kid believes in it, and your kid believes that they can do it, and they believe that it's possible, then you should too. And they're putting effort and attitude into it. Right. Like, right. If your kid just is laying on the couch and he's just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be a professional football player or whatever, well, okay, then they're, <laughs> they're not putting a lot of effort there. Um, 
I, I will tell you that I had a little bit of a struggle here because there was a season that we thought Colt's dream may be to be a professional video game player. <laughs> that was really hard for me um, to to support and encourage because I just the, the environment inside of that and the the long hours sitting on a computer by yourself and and all those kind of things I I struggled with. Um, that's not his dream. It's not where he's headed. He does not want to do that with his life, but. Um, there, there are things that there may be some self denial as a parent to chase a dream that's not your dream for them, but as long as it doesn't go against God, then right. And, and again, I think where we have to trade, and, and you made a statement there, it's not my dream for my kids. No, it's not the dream that I have of what I want or expect them to be. It's their dream. Um, how many of you who are listening to this had a dream of what you wanted to do and maybe your your parents said, hey, this isn't as, as lucrative as another career. You should go this way because you can make more money. And you didn't do something you felt like you wanted to do. I, I, there are tons of our friends, maybe none of you, but but there are tons of our friends who have, have had that experience and they are now moving back towards a path that they originally started on because that was more of what they were built to do. The, the Bible says um, train a child in the way he should go in Proverbs, and the way he's bent. Um, so Dax is bent towards this. We're training him and, and teaching him and growing him and encouraging him in that um, until God tells us to do something else. And, I mean, David touched on this in earlier episodes, but it's all about God drawing your child, my child, me, to himself. And he can do that through anything. He can do that through golf. He can do that through video games. He can do that through teaching. He can do that through any, anything. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's finding that place where he's drawing, he's drawing the person to himself through whatever it is. Um, and we, we get on board. But Corwin's dream of being a vet, uh, uh, <clears throat> Corwin does not like math. Veterinarian degrees have a lot of math. Right. I don't tell Corwin, hey, you're not going to be a vet because you don't like math. <laughs> because she may find somewhere and some motivation along the way that says, you know what, I want this bad enough that I'm going to do whatever it takes to achieve but it. But she is bent to nurture. She is. And so. she may, that, that bend may overcome that other stuff. Right. So we. We don't know yet. We don't disqualify our kids based on what they do and don't like um, and tell them, oh, you can't do that. We just encourage them. We say, what do you need to do that? And as they find out the process and grow, we're, if they believe in it, we do too. You'll find out if they want to work hard enough to achieve it or not. Um, you've probably already seen things in your kids that things they like to work on, things they don't like to work on, those kind of things. Um, you'll find out pretty soon. Uh, I'm not telling you to spend hours and thousands of dollars chasing a dream that you know your kid isn't committed to. If they're not committed to it and willing to put in work to – take the steps, then you don't have to be committed to it either. You can encourage them. Um, but like with, with Dax's golf, I've never had to say, hey, Dax, you need to go practice. And and a lot of people have, have argued back and pushed back when I've, you know, had conversations with them about this. And they've been like, well, but he's interested in that. And so like that, and, and yes, it is. But there are parts and pieces and things about it. There's certain drills he despises. And that are hard for him, but he does them anyway. Mm -hmm. um, and I respect that. So um, if, if your kids are willing to work hard enough and go through some pain and struggle to move towards a dream, 
you don't have to be the voice of reason. Keeping them grounded doesn't mean, hey, you can't do that. Keeping them grounded is just saying, hey, what do you need to achieve that? And can I, and can I help? Um, so seven and then kind of the next point of that is the values of chasing dreams. The relationships that you build with chasing dreams is, and again, we've said it multiple times. We have a relational bend. I cannot tell you the strength of relationship of my kids knowing I'm supporting their dreams. I mean, think back to your life and when you've had a dream of doing something and the people that supported you, how you feel about those people. Okay, me not being the voice, I could have easily told my kid when he was 9 and 10 years old saying he's going to be a professional golfer, I could have easily told him, hey, yeah, you're probably not going to do that. That You need to focus on school. You need to focus on getting a good job. And I would have, I think, hurt my child and my kid. Oh, well, you know. Now, we do tell our kids all the time, I love you enough to tell you the truth. And there are moments in Dak Cole, um, he has a dream. He does want to play um, collegiate golf. Like, Cole, that's one of his dreams is to play collegiate golf. And there's times of, hey, look, man, I love you enough to tell you the truth. You're not working at that level to be a Division One golfer right now. Are you sure? <laughs> so, and and I love him enough to tell him the truth. And seeing the work that all Division One golfers that we know have put in and telling Cole and being honest with him, and he's like, okay, all right, well, I'm going to go work. And you're right. You're right. Right now I'm not, and I'm going to go do that. And Cole makes a change, and he goes okay. and he starts putting in the work. And he, he has the results that kind of push him towards that. So, um, you, I'm not telling you to fluff your kid up, but the relationships you have by helping them chase that dream. Cole knows that when I tell him that, I'm not being mean to him and telling him he can't. I'm supporting him and encouraging him and saying, hey, if you want that, I can help, and here's the opportunities I've created for you to go do that. Um, so encouraging them opens the door for other motivational tools. We talked about it in the, the uh, budgeting episode um, our boys work for a bucket of balls. They'll do – Dax would do anything for a bucket of golf balls. Um, he would clean toilets. He would uh, clean windows. He would pick up dog poop. He would do anything and everything he could when he was 8, 10, 11 years old to hit a bucket of balls. That There was no – there was nothing too big, nothing too small, nothing too gross for him to pick a, do a bucket of balls. Cole had some limits. Um, he was willing to do some stuff, but um, – he was not um, not as committed as Dak to in, in some of those things. So Can I jump in for a second? You sure can. Um, this just reminded me when I was looking over these notes, one of the things that, that has helped me with this is watching how David would stay ahead of them and study and, and go out and find resources. And, in, you know, clinically in speech and then, you know, with the stuff that I've done with um, – counselor friends and stuff like that resources are a big they're a big deal for me and so um resources build confidence resources reduce fear they increase humility because you know like the kid knows they haven't done it all on their own they know those those people that have come alongside them and and helped them um and it repeats that rhythm of studying your kid and then outgrowing them like we've talked about before and that this is what david did and he was consistent in that, and it made it made my hesitancy go away. And watching him do this also, um, and and trying trying to dream with them, um, totally affected my prayer life. As far as um, you know, I because w- I would go complain to God. They are crazy, like that, like mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Um, and and he would answer and say, 
but what, but why, why do you doubt me like this? And so um, it has changed, you know, the way that I ask God for things instead of just asking for them to, to have friends that are believers and marry believers and stuff like that. Like I ask them, I ask God to introduce my kids to his friends, like people that are intimately his friends and oh, how he's done that. So the relationships that he's built with us and the and Dax through chasing the dream with him have been amazing, but the relationships, the connections that God has made and those steps that, that he's ordered with other people for Dax have been unbelievable. And we would have missed a lot of that it, because a lot of that we learned with Dax, we found through golf tournaments and those kind of things. If we weren't chasing trying to be a Division One golfer and trying to be um, a professional golfer, we wouldn't have ever played those tournaments. We wouldn't have right. met those people who are – uh, I mean, Dax has, has one friend in particular who is a phenomenal golfer, a great kid. But that kid loves Jesus and encourages Dax, and Dax encourages him. And they are, um, I mean, they are they are brothers from another mother. They they love each other, support each other. It is a fantastic relationship that I think Dax will have for the majority of oh, his yeah, life. For sure, they they will be friends, and I think they will be in each other's lives through kids and and all that kind of stuff. I mean, they're just um, they they have really found a bond um, through Christ that we would never have found that relationship if Dax had not played golf the level he plays. So it's the relationships with us, like the trips I've taken with Dax and Ferris taken with Dax and the time we've had with him. And now Cole's getting into that travel too. And I'm excited about going and traveling with Cole and spending some time with him and getting to do some of those things. And um, chasing that dream. Again, a lot of the, the money matters comes into that to have the financial resources and not overdo it. I will tell you, we have overdone it. Um, we, we, we did step outside of our budget to chase some things that we probably shouldn't have. Um, God has redeemed those things. Um, but, um, we weren't telling the money where to go first. Right. There, there were some, um, and the time. Yeah. Um, I, I guess I will say there were times that I think, um, I took more ownership of the dream, particularly for Dax than I should have. Um, even more so than he wanted to. Well, and I think the dream can become a false idol. I, then, I think it can. And you have to get it off its pedestal real fast. Right. You, you, you've got <laughs> to. So there's a value in chasing it, but chasing it with them and chasing it for them are two totally different things. And yes. there was a season, and I think maybe last summer a little bit, I was chasing it for Dax, not with Dax. Um, so if I can, through my mistakes, caution you, Chase it with them, not for them. Um, and, and there is a difference uh, in those two uh, prepositions. Is that a preposition? Yes. Look at there, I know prepositions. Look at you right. and your grammar. Um, also values chasing. It builds confidence when they achieve steps related towards their goal. Um, confidence with kids is huge, um, particularly with Coral. And this is a really big deal for us with her. Um, we want to build confidence in our daughter um, that she is confident in decisions. She's confident in her abilities. She's confident in the love that we have for her. and the, So supporting and encouraging, rather than telling her, no, you can't. Do I want her to move to Australia? Absolutely not. When she's an adult <laughs> and listening to this podcast, she's going to hear on episode 17 that her dad said, I don't want her to move to Australia. Because <laughs> I don't. I want my daughter around me. Um, I'm not praying against it. But I'm supporting her and I'm encouraging her. And if that's where God has her and she's going to go to Australia and, and be a vet and a tennis player and an artist, I'm going to be on board with that, and I'm going to travel to Australia and see her. The reason she wants to go there is because of the koalas. Koalas. Koalas are her thing. <laughs> um, but she is building confidence. The more she learns about koalas, the more she takes tennis lessons and grows in tennis, she's building confidence that is a fuel for her in today's world as a young girl. 
So it's huge for us. But Dax and Cole also have built confidence through all of the things that they've done. Um, so anyway, just having them, the value of, of achieving parks and steps of the dream and always pointing that back to God ordains the steps. Dax's faith has grown so significantly over the last couple of months as he has seen this college um, dream come to life and come to fruition and him being able to say, yes, God ordered those steps and took me um, to this place that is going to help me grow and help me find who who I am and who I'm built to be. Um, so pointing them back to God ordaining those steps and letting them see that and understand that is huge for their faith. So there's a ton of value in chasing the dreams. Again, caution um, to chase it with them, not for them. But there's a huge value in chasing those dreams with them. Um, kind of the last um, principal point on chasing dreams um, is uh, why not your kid? So um, this is a um, – I don't really know where this came from, but there, people tell quote me all the time percentages of the number. Oh, man, only like 0.2% of kids who – go to college, turn into professional athletes, and only, you know, whatever percentage of kids from high school go play Division One college sports. And you see that it's on commercials and all that stuff. Right, and golf golf scholarships for boys are none because yeah, they give all the scholarships. scholarships to other places, other sports. and Right, so, but literally <laughs> the somewhere along the way, <laughs> this phrase of, and, and somebody may have told me this, I may have heard it somewhere, I don't remember, and I wish I, if I heard it I could give credit, but it's just so ingrained in who I am right now. Why not your kid? Why, why not my kid? Why can't my kid, if 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 Webb Simpson and Will Zalatoris and these are professional golfers, if these kids can make it and those guys can be professional Scotty golfers, yeah. Scotty Scheffler who who loves Jesus and and is a committed Christian is a professional golfer. If they can make it, why can't my kid? Why not my kid? If I give them the support and encouragement and resources, why not my and kid? If God if God wants it, why not? That's right. If God has gifted them and I can't see it yet, what's it going to cost them in the future if if I say no? What what are they going to miss of God if I say no and I say oh you can't because I can't see it because I don't believe it as a parent. It, what are they I, I don't know. I don't know what it's going to cost them. I don't want to be I don't want them to pay that price because I couldn't believe it. So putting my mind in the place of why not my kid? Why why not? Why would God not choose that? my kid. Right. If if he wants it for my kid, he's chosen my kid, and my kid's going to do that. And I'm going to be on board with it. And I'm going to be there. Um, there are a ton of, of uh, stories about people who um, their parents didn't support them and their fractured relationships and all that kind of stuff, and they have achieved whatever level of success that they wanted. So um, they are uh, missing out on that opportunity to be encouraged by their their relationships because they didn't get on board with that dream. And I don't, I don't want that for me and my kids. So you, you wanted to add something? I forgot it. It went away. Oh, I'm know. sorry. No, it's fine. Um, so anyway, if God's gifting them, you can't see it. What's oh, it going to cost? I got it. Go ahead. Because for me, when I was so hesitant, it was, I just, I want him to have a good backup plan. I want him to have a good net. And God was like, I am the net. Mm. <laughs> God is like, the net. Like, I'm the net. net. <laughs> All right. Um, sorry, I did have one more point. Last point. Um, there, I, I will tell you that dreams get deflated and there was a moment, um, and I, I don't want to say this, th there was an older kid who was kind of, uh, Dax looked up to 
he was four or five years older than the Dax, and he was a, a junior senior, and Dax was uh, a middle school kid. And we were out at the golf course practicing, and that, that kid stepped up to the tee and hit this just, in, in my mind, what I thought right then was just this bomb of a tee shot. Like, he hit this thing so far. And I literally remember, I had the immediate feeling of, oh, my gosh, how is Dax ever going to get there? Like, I couldn't see it in that moment. Watching this kid, who I thought was just this phenomenal player, and that kid was not going to college. I knew he was not going to play collegiate golf. Um, I'm like, oh, my gosh. How, how, how is Dax or Cole ever going to make this? And that's where comparison steals. And comparison against other people's plans and what they're doing deflates those dreams. Um, I can tell you now that Dax absolutely hits it so much farther than that kid ever did. <laughs> and I couldn't see it then as his 11, 12, 13-year-old self, however old he was. Um, but seeing now the difference between that that player and Dax and Dax's ability and the skills he worked on over the last four or five years to be able to earn that opportunity to play Division One golf, yes, okay, I see that. But there will be moments during this dream process that you – you feel deflated and you're like, man, my kid's never going to get there. But pulling back to that, why not my kid? Why not? We, I do have a friend who, who I work with. His son wants to be an actor. Um, and he would tell me, okay, hey, yeah. And he would, he would kind of season it. And, you know, oh, well, he, I'm like, why, why not your kid? Why not your kid? Why not your kid be, if he wants to be an actor and successful and and be in Hollywood and, and change the script of what a Hollywood actor looks like and, and why not your kid? Right. And and he got on board with this the last couple of years. And it has been amazing to see, like, this kid has actually gotten a couple of professional acting gigs over the last couple of months. And he's good. And he's good. He's super good. <laughs> um, Fair saw him in, in, a, in a play. Lay Miss. I saw yeah. him in Lay Miss. I didn't just see him in a play. Yeah. He's, <laughs> and and he's, he's literally, he's on point for maybe getting a lead in, in a, like, them getting supportive and saying, yeah, okay, why not my kid? Why not my kid? Has, has changed that perspective, and the kid feels supported and encouraged, and um, the relationship he has with his parents surrounding those things as they support and encourage that has changed and grown. So um, just understand that, that I'm not telling you to be completely irrational with your child. What I am telling you is to believe that God works through dreams to draw people to himself. And I 100% believe and support that God is drawing Dax to himself through this dream of being a professional golfer. Is he going to be the most successful professional golfer ever? I don't know. Is he ever going to make any money as a professional golfer? I don't know. Money is a tool. It's not the point. What I will say is Dax will experience God through the process of chasing that dream. And that is my goal for him in this dream. And I will support and do whatever I can to encourage that dream. So... It, hopefully that encourages you and, and maybe you can see some of yourself and how you can find and helpfully support your kid in this process. So I think Farrah's got an activity and a resource for us on this episode. So our activity um, is something that we do, we have done for, I don't even know how many years now. It's become a tradition on New Year's Eve. Um, we write out our goals. It, um, may, it may be the last one we did was this last New Year's Day. I, I, we can still talk about it <laughs> on the phone. Don't be doing all that now. Yeah. Um, but on New Year's Eve, we usually share healthy, wealthy, and wise goals for ourselves. But, um, in recent years, probably five or six, the last five or six, David has added this, um, task on us, not, not task, but, you know, um, 
challenge. 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 Yes, yes, we've challenged you. For us to come with wishes and impossibles. And so a wish is something that is kind of hard, but, I mean, it could it could happen. You know, an impossible is just like there's no way. Um, Im- impossible, actually, the way we define it with our kids, is it's something that depends on God. Depends on God. we can't do. Right. Yes. It is impossible without God to achieve that. Um, so we normally do it on New Year's Eve, but I, I just I recommend that y'all sit down as a family and, and talk about these and write them down because some of, not some, a good portion of ours have come true, like meeting famous people and um, just, and some of that has been through golf. Like golf took us to um, the same state and we met some amazing, Jesus-loving, famous people YouTubers um, in a restaurant and then some of the just the professional golfers that they've been able to play with um, even if it's just one hole um, has been phenomenal winning it has changed our our perception of winning but but we have you know the boys have had I want to win this or I want to win that or I want to play in this or play in that and um, and even this podcast was was on a wish and a dream for me um, one time so um so that's our connection activity is just share your wishes and your impossibles with each other. And then our resource, I don't really have an actual like physical tangible resource, but I do want you to encourage to I want to encourage you to use dreams to let God help you shape your prayer life because prayer life is a huge resource and I have a quote from Ann Voskamp from Waymaker is as father into your hands we commit our dreams and our nightmares. Take our hands, hold us in your hesed loving kindness, and no matter how the road goes, you are our road. You are our way. There you go. All right. That is episode 17, and we are quickly approaching the end of season one. So And graduation. And graduation. Um, <laughs> super excited about that for, for Dax to take those next steps in, in life. Um, but if you do have any uh, interest in talking about being on the podcast for season two, talking through kind of how you're working through values, talking about some of these other dreams or issues, something like that, that, that you've got some stories that you'd like to share, and maybe inter- we could interview you and, and talk through some of those things. We would love to hear from you. You can text us and say, hey, yes, yeah, season two, let me know how, how I can be a part of that. Um, email us uh, at modelparentingpodcast at gmail.com. Shoot me your fair text um, if you've got our number, um, if you know how to get a hold of us. But we would love to hear from you if you're interested in a season two that we would hopefully start recording. Probably sometime. It'd be next year um, but before we did that. But anyway, it's been, uh, it's been fun talking about these last couple episodes. And um, we look forward to seeing you as we wrap up season one. Thanks.